What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. Ah, I'm so excited that you're here listening and I'm so excited for our guest today because this woman is just like so incredible. Uh, We probably met like through the online world through one of my programs actually last year in 2019, probably just over a year ago now. And um, it's been so cool being kind of like alongside your journey ever since then Mm -hmm. and seeing all the incredible things you've done. You've got such an inspiring, such an incredible story. You have such a grounded, beautiful energy. And oh, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you so much, V. Like this is truly a full circle moment moment Mm -hmm. for me. So I just have to take a moment to say that you came into my world a year ago, almost exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, I found your podcast first, um, and then I enrolled in your programs. And so um, this pod, so being here right now in this moment is such a beautiful full circle manifestation. Um, I remember like listening to you and just being so inspired by you and feeling like you were directly speaking to me. Oh. And um, when you shouted me out on one of your podcasts, when I first started uh, one of your episodes, when I started following you and stuff, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, how amazing would it be to be on her podcast one day? So oh. <laughs> this is a this. full manifestation moment for me. And so I just have to say that. <laughs> I'm so I know. happy. I'm oh, so your happy. face. <laughs> I know. I'm like. I love when you do that. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. So, oh, yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much, Vanessa. It means so much, and I'm always like so touched by the things that you say. And I'm so I'm so glad that my work's been able to touch you, and I'm so glad that I've been able to get to know uh, you as well. Yes, it's been beautiful. So, yes. Beautiful journey. Oh my gosh, totally. And I'm really excited Mm -hmm. for the listeners to hear a little bit about your journey because you're a soul coach now. Like this is like a relatively new thing for you. You're a yoga teacher as well, a speaker, and you've recently left your very, very thriving business as a hairstylist Mm -hmm. entrepreneur for 23 years that you were in that, which is nuts. Mm -hmm. And you have Mm -hmm. like also this really incredible, inspiring story um, about being a liver transplant recipient right? You had Mm -hmm. a lot of health things. You're a mom of two teenagers, you're a wife and you and your hubby are so cute. I love it when you have stories together. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's definitely my relationship with my husband. So I'm very, very grateful for our relationship and um, the marriage that we have. So yeah. thank you for saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so now, I mean, I kind of like threw everything about you into a nutshell, but I would love for you to share a little bit more from your perspective. Cause mm-hmm. I know one of the things that you're really great at, like as a soul coach, you work with people in energetic alignment, emotional intelligence, like all of these really beautiful things. And I think hearing your story mm-hmm. kind of highlights how it all plays in. So can you share mm-hmm. us a little bit kind of more the behind the scenes stuff of that journey? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, as a as a kid, I just remember being a very like afraid and um, timid and sensitive kid. You know, I could just pick up on everything that was happening around me in a very deep, deep way. Mm-hmm. But of course, I didn't have the the knowledge or the words to express what was happening. Mm-hmm. And I was born to two teenage parents. Um, so their relationship was very unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just remember like having these um, like Uh, like outwardly, if you saw me as a child or spoke to me, I probably seemed like very normal. And, um, you know, I learned how to become very adaptable because I had a very strong foundation on my mom's side of the family. My mom was always my rock and my mom's parents were always my rock. Like my, my grandparents' home is my safe place. And it's where I spent most of my time when my mom was working. Mm -hmm. And so, but then when I would come back home, the, the, what I never knew what to expect because her relationship with my dad, um, who was a drug uh, addict, Mm -hmm. um, or addicted to drugs, I should say. Um, you know, so it was just very, like, I witnessed that being the oldest of, of my siblings. And, um, and I felt all of it, as I was saying, like, I've Mm -hmm. always just been very like intuitive. Mm -hmm. Now I know that, right. Yeah, but she's, then a, I she's a projector for those of you wondering with yes. a very open chart. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I love that I can talk human design here because yes, yes I am a, yeah, yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which you introduced to me, by the way, and now I'm obsessed. But, um, <laughs> but yes, I'm a projector and I only have two defined centers, which is my Ajna and my throat um, chakra, which is so crazy because I learned as a child how to, how to just dim my light and blend into the background. Mm. Um, and I am supposed to be speaking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, <laughs> with like my strategy and my type. And I know all of these things now, mm. but you know, um, then I just was completely unaware. So having all of these open centers and just becoming this adaptable little girl that didn't want to rifle any feathers, you know, I just became this overachiever and this perfectionist. Mm. Um, and I grew up in a very masculine, like what I saw modeled to me was a very masculine, um, energy. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of learned how to put on like this face. Mm-hmm. you know, and, um, a mask and just like, and, and just like take on life and just keep muscling through. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, fast forward to, um, so I got married. I met my husband, um, at 21, we got married. I got mm-hmm. married at 23. Aww. Um, we've been married for 18 years now. So oh, just so crazy. I, I met my husband <laughs> when I was, um, just turned 22 like it was just like a month after I turned 22 so around the same age oh my gosh that's so yeah I met my husband actually um a month before my 21st birthday Mm -hmm. and ran into him again at a nightclub of course um on my 21st birthday (laughs) and so it was like a major sign and the crazy thing about that is he's a generator Mm -hmm. and um my how I met him was an invitation Mm. it was literally like someone that kind of paired us up together on the dance floor Mm -hmm. it's so funny that's similar because my husband's a projector and it was a similar kind of story we were at a bar and uh-huh. <laughs> we had a mutual friend and he was kind of just like 
speaking to a mutual friend. He's like, who's that? And then our friend was like, oh, Viola, meet Nick. <laughs> and it was like, oh my God. like pairing us together. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it was total an inv- in, in to- a total invitation. Cool. Um, and yep, we just like immediately connected, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so got married, um, had children and at the age of 30, I get diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder and, um, they tell me that, uh, my immune system attacks my liver and that I would eventually need a liver transplant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so serious. Like, wow. Oh my gosh. I was not prepared for anything like that. Right. Yeah. But it was the catalyst. It was the catalyst for the trajectory that my life would have taken, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, down this path of, um, self-discovery. I, what, what my doctors weren't telling me didn't, it wasn't enough for me. It didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I began to take an inward dive um, and to find out what, what this could mean about me, how, what it is that I could do to help my situation. Mm-hmm. And um, that road to self-discovery and learning about myself led me to yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, yoga met me in this beautiful place of like, it met me exactly where I was. I was in the process of healing um, from, because this was post-liver transplant now. Mm -hmm. So I get diagnosed at 30. I have a liver transplant at 34. Mm. And um, yeah, and that, that was, I, I mean, everybody else my age that, you know, they were just getting married, having children, um, happy, healthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? It, um, it, and like, it's me. so crazy when you post like the photos from that time on your Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Oh my gosh, V, I look like a complete, I was a completely different person. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I was underweight. I was like weighed like in the 90 pound range. Mm-hmm. Um, I was completely jaundiced and my liver was literally shutting down. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on the waiting list for eight months. Wow. And that was the hardest, most um, darkest time of my life yet um, a time where I just really had to um, dig deep and um, really was just putting one foot in front of the other just to survive the day, to still be a wife, to still be a mom, to still be a hairstylist. Because at that time I had worked up until four days before my transplant. Oh my gosh. Four days. And my last day at work was on Friday Mm -hmm. and my liver transplant was on Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, so I received, um, an organ transplant. I felt so much better, but that was just the beginning of the healing, Mm -hmm. right? Because, um, there's so much, not only trauma physically that your body has to heal from, but emotionally, Mm -hmm. mentally, um, psychologically, all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I made it through that phase of my life and I was trying to muscle through the healing. I was trying to heal, heal fast, fast, fast. Mm -hmm. And I was in complete resistance with my body. Mm -hmm. I was in complete, um, I I was 
you know, the, the quote, which you resist persists. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was resisting and wondering why healing couldn't occur. Mm. I was beating up my body at the gym, trying to get strong so fast, like pounding, um, you know, um, my body and I, my body was just not ready for that high level of impact. Mm-hmm. And one day it just occurred to me after I had a bump in the road, um, you know, after you receive an organ transplant, life isn't just all roses and a walk in the park. There's mm-hmm. still a lot of ups and downs and things that you go through. And one time, um, one of those little bumps in the road where I had ended up in the hospital and came back home, I felt just so disconnected from myself. I felt, I looked at myself in the mirror and I didn't even recognize who was looking back at me. Mm. Not only didn't um, I like what I saw physically, but I just felt um, so disconnected from the inner, um, my, my inner me, my Mm -hmm. highest self. And um, it just occurred to me yoga. Mm. You need yoga. And I'd done yoga in the past, but yoga, but I, 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 I was so disconnected from what felt good to my body mm-hmm. um, that I didn't realize like, oh, this feels really good to me. Let's keep doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then, so, because for me being strong looked like muscles and like lifting weights, that's what yeah. it looked like to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought yoga, I'm, I'm going to go back to yoga. So I went to yoga and I had an epiphany when I came out of yoga in my car. I was like, yoga, I, I, it, it meets me where I'm at. It feels so good. Why don't I just try to stay, stay with it? Mm-hmm. And so I committed to the yogic path. I, mm-hmm. And I began to do yoga consistently and it began to strip layers of me um, and begin to help me get connected to myself in a way that like come home to myself, essentially, mm-hmm. in a way that I had never even realized before. And um, I just began to strip back the layers and um, it began to feel more free in my body. I began to feel more confident. I began to feel less stressed. I begin to um, want to uh, search more within, mm-hmm. peel back more layers and grow. And um, it was then that I decided, you know, I, I, I have to do this to, to help others. Like mm-hmm. yoga has completely transformed my life and I want to go to yoga teacher training and I want to give back. You know, after receiving an organ transplant, there's this big uh, obligation that you feel to give back in some way to the world. But I wasn't ready to give back um, before then. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready because I was still doing so much healing. Yeah, And you can't give from a place of still needing to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying I'm completely and all the way healed. I believe that it's definitely a work in progress. And, um, but, at, but I knew that I couldn't help someone else when I couldn't even talk about my story without completely sobbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... It was, um, I, I decided to go to yoga teacher training and yoga teacher training, it just completely changed my life. Mm. And, um, it was then that I was like, you know, I, this is something that I want to use to give back to other women. And how am I going to become a yoga teacher? 
um, a full-time yoga teacher because my my life my my soul was already kind of pulling me more in that direction yeah. than in staying in the career that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I was great at what I did. I had a um, salon studio, had my own business. Um, my business partner was is my best friend. Um, so walking away from that wasn't easy, but I knew that my soul was pulling me this way. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, at least I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to go to yoga teacher training and um, I'm, I'm at least going to start there. So I just began to put one step in front of the other, put action into it. And I just mm-hmm. decided I chose and I enrolled and um, yep. And so from then on, I began to set like a path for myself so that I could um, begin the transition into mm-hmm. this work. And, um, you know, so my business partner and I and best friend, we had a two year plan. And I spoke to her very openly about it because I wanted this to be a beautiful um, um what's the word? I, I, I didn't want it, us to end in bad terms, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was something that we talked about and we planned for and we're very supportive of each other. So two years um, would have been May 2020 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, little did we know, pandemic <laughs> was going to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here I am like, oh, I have two years and I'm like slowly going to pave the way and make Mm -hmm. my way out and, you know, all this stuff, had it all planned. Well, I ended up leaving my career sooner than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, it being that I'm a, a transplant recipient, I, my immune system is compromised. So I had to choose to take a step back at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like the financial like rug was swept from underneath me sooner than I had anticipated, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so that just, uh, I mean, that just, there, there was like a slew of limiting beliefs and, um, all of these things that just hit me all at once. Yeah. Right. I know you're yeah. nodding your head. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, you know, with every new level, uh, there's a new devil or what's the quote? Yeah. You yeah. know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And so for sure, that's what showed up for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like sitting at home amidst pandemic um, with these limiting beliefs, leaving my career that was thriving. There was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't broken mm-hmm. um, of 23 years and now sitting with the discomfort of mm-hmm. all of these beliefs of, um, that were limiting me. Yeah. And then also like looking at this blank slate of, oh my gosh, uh, like now I can create my business and make it whatever it is that I want it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, but you know, that's, that's it. That's two extremes. Yeah. You know, absolutely. That I've had to work through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like just in reflecting some of the things that you've shared, it's like, yeah, there's like, obviously like your own life path had specific things that were laid out. In it. And I know you've talked before, we probably don't have time to go into it in this episode, but maybe that could be a future one. But like, um, you've shared so much about like how your physical illness, like really kind of manifested through a lot of the emotional things that you weren't really recognizing or dealing with or whatever. And so that's why emotional intelligence is such a core piece for you. But 
what I find so interesting is there's like this whole path laid out in front of you and you kept getting these intuitive nudges the whole way. And the universe was also like bumping you and guiding you and kind of like pushing you in specific directions. Here's the key though, that I really think is so important for the listeners is that she was receiving the intuition, but at one point she had to choose, right? You had to make the choice to act on those Mm -hmm. things. And Mm -hmm. then it was the same thing when you, when like pandemic happened, like you leave your career early and you're sitting in this place of huge discomfort. You still Mm -hmm. chose to align yourself with the possibility that was not certain, but it was possible. Yes, yes, yes. I love that so much. Yeah, absolutely. It's like taking inspired action step after inspired action step, allowing my soul and my intuition to guide me. But had I not taken care of the um, emotional baggage and energetics of it all, I could not have been as connected to my intuition as I've learned to become in order to take the next action step. So there was like, even though I'm faced with all of this, there's like a knowing inside of me that I know that I know that I know that I am in alignment with where I'm supposed to be. And I'm getting chills even as I'm saying that, because (laughs) I truly, truly, truly believe that this, I'm exactly where I need to be today. I actually posted about that yesterday. Like Mm -hmm. I am exactly where I need to be right at this moment. Be it hard, be it that some days I'm kicking ass, be it that some days I'm just fighting my limiting beliefs and I'm journaling and I'm working through the shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm getting in there and, um, continue to have to come back into alignment with what it is that I'm supposed to be doing Mm. in continual alignment with my intuition and what, what am I supposed to do next? Because it's not, none of it makes sense if you're thinking about it in a logical perspective. Like (laughs) I went to the bank the other day to take care of some of my business stuff and the banker's looking at me like, Oh, you know, cause my career came up leaving my career of 23 years. Oh, what do you do now? What do you, you know, that whole mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. And she looked at me like, Oh, like literally like she was sad. <laughs> that she's like, you left your career of 23 years in the middle of a pandemic to be a soul coach and a yoga teacher. Like she, like her eyebrows literally like did this whole, like, I feel sorry for you thing, you know, scrunched up like her face dog. and everything. Puppy dog. Yeah. Totally. And I was just like, Oh no, no, you don't have to feel sorry for me. Like I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and be it, um, difficult on some days. I am so happy. Mm-hmm. I am so happy. Mm-hmm. I truly feel like, um, I am fulfilling my purpose and helping others and helping other women to step into their alignment, Mm -hmm. to find their voice, to be able to get in touch with their desires and get like rid of all of the emotional um, stuff and the limiting beliefs that keeps you stuck. Mm-hmm. that keeps you in the how and in the rational, you know, thinking like, but I can't do that. How will I do that? How am I going to leave a 23 year career and leave my best friend and business partner? Like yeah. all of those things went through my mind. Of course. They yeah. all did, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been so cool as well, because I was, I was close by you around that time that you ended up leaving and uh, it was just such, it was such cool confirmation because we were working together at the time and you had the most like incredible first month like middle of a pandemic just brand new business mm-hmm. and, like the most incredible starting month that you could ever I ever did. wish for <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
Um, I totally did. Yeah, which is just so incredible. And it makes me so happy because like what you were saying as well, and I think to everyone listening, like take note, it's like that trust and being able to be like, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be because regardless of like what the fears are that are popping up in your mind, note fears, like they're in your head. They're not actually literally happening in your life. Um, although one note I do have to say on that, sometimes they are real things, you know what I mean? Like sometimes mm-hmm. it's like really like, oh, but the debt I have or the, the income I don't mm-hmm. have or the um, mm-hmm. people I've left or the this I have, like, you know, sometimes your mind mm-hmm. is like, no, there's real evidence here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. that's not what it's about. You know, it's about what you're really being able to step into. And I love how you said like, that some days it's about showing up in all of your energy and doing your thing and all whatever. Mm-hmm. And then other days it's literally just like sitting with those limiting beliefs and journaling and nurturing mm-hmm. yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any other tips for those people that might be like really wanting to strengthen their kind of like emotional core um, and in dealing with the, that mind chatter, is there anything else that you feel or like a journal prompt or anything like that, that you find is really helpful? I definitely find that, um, for me, the breath coming back to my breath, um, on a daily moment to moment basis, whenever there's something that comes in, because see, for me, I believe that my illness caused that all of the emotional trauma and, um, baggage that I carried as a child, um, physically made me ill. Yeah. And so, um, now when I have those moments where there are moments coming at me that I feel like I cannot digest, Mm -hmm. it's easier to take it in bite size guys. It's easy. I got all tongue twisted. (laughs) It's easier guys (laughs) to take this in bite sizes as things are coming through, as things are appearing in the present moment, I feel like it's important to, um, deal with them as they come in. Hence, Um, or IE using your breath, you know, just sitting, like taking a moment to step back and breathing um, all of this discomfort that's coming in and noticing like, like, um, is this even mine? Or am Mm -hmm. I just taking on someone else's emotion right now? Coming back to the breath just helps you to take that moment to center, to breathe, to inhale, and then fully exhale. And I always with the exhale, just let go. Mm -hmm. I let go of yada, yada. Or saying like, this isn't mine or, you know, because we're not always in front of our journal. We're not always, um, you know, where we can actually really, really, really dig deep. So it's for me coming back into constant alignment and using my breath and mantra, you know, having a Mm -hmm. phrase, having something that you could tell yourself, I'm safe now. I let go. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I am strong. I am enough. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is that you need to affirm to yourself in that moment, even just taking that pause really, really helps. So you mm-hmm. don't have all this stuff that you're just stuffing down and just being completely avoidant about. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so true. And it's so crazy as well how tricky the ego can be sometimes because your ego can sometimes make you like literally suppress it without even noticing that you're suppressing it. <laughs> You know, like, have have you ever had that? Like, I have that sometimes um, with like multiple things, you know, we go in journeys and phases and I've had it before where I'm like um, going through my life and then suddenly like I have this big awareness of like a fear or limitation or something that I've been avoiding or whatever. And, And then I'm like, I've literally been getting intuition about this for months and I'm only just realizing, <laughs> but, right. but that's why, you know, um, it's like just continuing to build that awareness is like when discomfort comes up, even if it feels like it's not relevant, address it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like at least like you yes. said, give it that moment to just like 
breathe, take yourself into that space. And then that's, mm-hmm. and you can always dive into the, the, the meaning and the healing and all that stuff. Like you said, when you are in a space with your journal or when you can talk mm-hmm. about it with the coach or when you can, whatever, um, mm-hmm. but that is such practical, amazing advice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It totally is, you know, because for me, I was constantly stuck in these repetitive stories and loop of thoughts about myself and judging myself on a constant daily basis that like I used to live in that space. And now I'm so sensitive to when I'm falling back into that because I don't like how it feels in my body physically. So noticing physical um, signs that your body is going into like that maybe fight or flight where you're starting to get anxious or you're starting to feel sweaty or you're starting to breathe hard. Those are all indications that you're going into that fight or flight or that anxiety or that you're having these repetitive looping thoughts in your mind. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't like to live in that space anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like to feel that ickiness in my body. So I try to move through that as quickly and as possible as I can Mm -hmm. so that I can continue about my business. So I can continue to move through. So I can continue to work on my business. So I can be a mom. So I can think more clearly. So I can um, show up on my Mm -hmm. Facebook lives. Yeah. So I can show up on social media. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's been so beautiful You're to get so, like a so snapshot. Welcome. Yeah, a snapshot of your story. And to those of you listening, um, I really hope that you've like been connecting with us as much as I have as you've been sharing, Vanessa. And um, where can people come hang out with you? Like where's the best places for them to be in your energy, learn more about you and what you do? Yes, definitely. A few places. So my Instagram, my yoga Instagram is at Ness Jasper. That's N-E-S-S-J-A-S-P-E-R underscore yogi. And that's where I have all my yoga and coaching stuff. And I like to hang out there. Mm -hmm. I also have a private Facebook group for women called Energetically Aligned Babes on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So you can search me um, in the group section on Facebook for Energetically Aligned Babes. Request to join my group. And it's just filled with just a bunch of women that want to live the kind of life they desire, Mm -hmm. who love spirituality and are there to encourage each other and um, build a supportive community. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Cool. So, um, those are linked in the show notes if you did miss any of that, but please go follow Vanessa, let her know that you listened to the episode and that you love it. Please take a screenshot of the episode as well. If you feel called and put it on your Instagram story, tag both, uh, Vanessa at Ness Jasper underscore yoga or Yogi yoga yogi yogi with the eye with the eye um and at my log so uh thank you so much for tuning in everyone who's listening thank you again vanessa it's been so great thank you so much thank you viola no problem (laughs) and um if you're enjoying the abundant babes podcast i'd be so grateful as well if you could leave a review rate the podcast you know share it with a friend whatever and we'll see you again on next week's episode bye-bye